0: Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com. welcome to super best friends video game sleepover episode 31 you're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends i'm one of your hosts adam redding joining me is mike fancy mashed potatoes lopez yeah they're wow. different
1: every time because they have to Do be you put like spinach in them Sometimes spinach, so sometimes mm, jalapenos and cream cheese. Very fancy. I like. I don't rule anything out. hey I like when uh,
2: spinach is in them because they kind of get a little green. Yeah, and it's uh, it's mm. pretty interesting. And spinach is delicious. Who's
0: that talking? That to me that sounds like David hashtag adorbs tape. Oh, <laughs> God, <no. laughs> Oh, there's a travel bag now with that on it, isn't there? <laughs> New merch? Yes, there it is. New merch. New merch. on the cafepress.com slash SBFVGS store. <laughs> it's a little tote bag, hashtag adorbs, and it has David's little face on it. The artwork was made by... Uh,
2: Miss Kimmy yeah, Davis. Yeah, Miss Kimmy Davis. So yeah, th- thank th- you for special that. Special thanks for that design. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring glorious. my uh, super tall hair on a cherub's body. <laughs>
0: The Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table with one burning topic from the world of gaming. Yes. But first, what are you gents playing?
2: Well, first, let me just say thank you for for introducing us as great as you always do, Adam Ooh. Schwifty Redding. <laughs> Getting Schwifty. <Yeah. laughs>
1: I don't get it. So, uh,
2: yeah, it's okay. You, you don't have to be cool like us. Right. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what have you been playing? I have no idea what you've been playing.
1: Uh, I've been playing that Heroes of the Storm a little bit. Whoa, you've been playing more, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I've, It's been a while. I'm getting back into it. It's fun. Have you gotten that new character that's
2: like the co-op character yet? I haven't, no. I'm, oh, um, man. I'm earning stuff. I'm getting I there. I hear he's real fun. I haven't played him myself, but a couple of my friends told me it's it's pretty much hilarious. One person like controls where he moves around on the map, and then the other person attacks. Yep. Um, and it, it just sounds like a whole lot of fun. I it's pretty
1: crazy. Can't wait. Can, but but can, uh, it's interesting.
2: The way he's unlocked is uh, kind of virally. Basically, you have to play a game with someone that has him unlocked and then you get him unlocked.
1: Well, That's crazy. I've played a bunch of games with him in it and I still haven't got unlocked. So there's got to be more. Well, you probably that.
2: that probably only lets you be able to buy him with gold or whatever. Oh, OK. If, if
1: I'm not mistaken. OK, that makes more sense then. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, besides that, uh, a little bit of Diablo three. Um and Good I times. spent most of my week just buckling down and getting back into the trophy game. Oh, oh boy. boy. look out. Sounds look like out. a lot of fun, Mike. I've, I've been off I've been off my game for a bit. So <laughs> yeah. I yes, I got my Broken Age trophy. So Platinum that Excellent. game. Excellent. Uh I went and completed almost all of the AR challenges for Batman Arkham Knight. So I have Jeez. to I have to beat that game over again on New Game Plus, which like Ugh. puts it in like that super difficult mode. Uh, oh wow so you're, like you can't see the little icon above enemies heads to counter attack or anything like that oh um, you just gotta watch, the yeah, you gotta watch the animations. yeah you watch the animations oh that. that's cool that's really and cool. then i i hop back into uh sherlock crimes and punishments and i'm about halfway if you playing through that game again uh so i can get that platinum so oh that's oh, wow. right i remember okay. your 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 tale of woe about yeah i gotta play that whole game <laughs> over again so <laughs> oh, yes. uh, about
0: halfway through it yeah that's <laughs> no good yeah so I got that Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, how much have you been playing it? I've been playing it a whole bunch. Uh, well, for Adam standards. Um oh, oh, Yeah. I'm playing that on the PlayStation Orbis. What I don't What know if now, you guys? What does that yeah, mean? The Orbis? What
2: <laughs> What is What is this What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> you don't remember that? That was the PlayStation 4's code name yeah. back oh, before it came out. I don't remember that. Because it was supposed to it was supposed to tie into the Vita. Yeah, Orbis Vita Circle of Life. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
2: What does that mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, playing Star Wars Battlefront, I love it. It's so good. I that's awesome. Like several times an hour playing that game, I will just like be nerding out about how <laughs> how Star Wars it is. You uh, what's know? your I, favorite mode? Um, I I think I like the multiplayer drop pods or yeah. or whatever you call it. The the, top, the, you oh, know,
2: you defend the, the the
0: pods or whatever? Yeah, yeah. You go get the pods and then you get power-ups from them and stuff. So that, I love that mode. And then, uh, of course, the Heroes mode is really cool. Yeah, I love I, the I Heroes that. mode. I did that little bit one-on-one uh, with my boy, uh-huh. and uh, and he was the emperor, and I was Han Solo, that was <laughs> yes! so hard. That's it was awesome. so hard. He was, like, zapping me with electricity. I'm just, oh, I have to run backwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's doing that terrible laugh. Yeah. I'm, like, running backwards the whole time, just trying to shoot him in the face, and he's just like, <laughs> and zapping me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, so that game is so good. And then uh, I've been playing some more Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rata. Oh, yeah um on the easy right
2: yeah, that's what we yeah. <laughs> call it on this
0: podcast um yeah so and we're going to talk a little bit more about that because we got a little twitter question about that one oh, um but yeah that i love that game rise of the tomb raider is fantastic and then uh we busted out some mario party 10 on the wii u oh wow yeah are so... there any
2: uh are there any uh mini games that make you like uh Spin your analog stick in a circle, cr- creating a bunch of milk inside the dry milk inside the uh, controller.
0: Uh, no, circle. like I remember, I remember ruining several of your N64 oh, yeah. controllers playing the original. I, I should <laughs> go find like, those. Like the analog stick
1: is just like limply off to the side. Yeah, I, I
2: still have those somewhere. I should go find them.
1: Yeah, I, I can't take that series anymore. Yeah, it's <laughs> no. It's,
0: this this one's a lot of fun actually because you can do. There's a there's like the asynchronous play, so one person can do secret stuff on the pad, and then the other oh, people. Are like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty so, cool. I like yeah. that stuff. But does it yeah, still
1: do cool. that dumb thing where even if I win, I'm probably not going to win? No,
0: I, we haven't actually. We were only playing uh, Bowser Party, okay. so that was that mode. Um, so I don't know. We ha- we need to go through and play a couple of rounds of like the regular board game version. Because I remember on the Wii version getting really upset about that, where it's like, you think you won, and then the person who came in last like, gets even... an extra star because they're the worst. <laughs> yeah. <And> like, you <laughs> lost the most rounds, He's, you're terrible yeah. at this. Here's an extra star. For people that don't quite understand what
1: we're talking about from Mario Party, Like this this isn't just unique to the Wii. This started in the later um, N64 ones as well. Um, but yeah, so Mario Party, it's a board game. And then occasionally, everyone, after they take their turn, you guys play a minigame and you earn stars and basically the idea is to get to the end of the board first and then have the most stars and you can accomplish both of those feats you can be the first to the to the end and you can have the most stars in the game and by a wide margin like you could be like 10 to 1 (laughs) and then that game will after everyone finishes like oh okay well adam lost the most games so he gets a star yeah and he landed on the most green spaces so he gets a star he also took the longest to finish, so he gets a star. Yeah, that's and like double just, stars. It'll just go through until like you have lost. Like Now you're in last place for no good yep. reason, and that's why I hate that game. It's Obama. It's you Obama's know, it's fault.
2: That system... Yes, it's totally Obama's fault. Uh, that system is great if you're really bad at video games, kind of like I am. Um, <laughs> you're like, I don't know how I keep winning.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. Just like that. What have you been playing, David? Well, so um, I have been playing a little bit of Tales from the Borderlands. Um, Ew. And in fact, you can watch my playthrough of that on our YouTube channel. Uh, Where which are is, you guys at this point uh, in, we, in the game? Uh, let's see. So it's after... Okay. So we are like halfway through episode three now. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And uh, I, hang on. I'm, I'm checking out the uh, the link to our, our YouTube. I believe it's SBF YouTube. Or is it YT? It might be YT. Let's see. I don't know. Let's we'll tweet it. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, yeah. so it's it's uh, bit.ly slash sbfvgsyt and you'll find uh, our, that's our YouTube there. Um, so I've been playing Tales from Borderlands. It's really fun. Um, I've been playing uh, Fallout 4, which is incredible. And also... A
0: masterpiece, I'm saying.
2: I would say it's a masterpiece, yes. Um other people would say it's really disappointing and just like all their other games, which I mean, it is kind of like all their other games, but anyway, we'll talk more about that later. Um, and then also I've been playing uh, Blizzard's Overwatch. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah you I wouldn't that beta, enough, right? Yeah, I was lucky enough to get into the uh, weekend stress test beta uh, last weekend. The, uh, what was it, like the 21st through the 20, let's see, it's the 21st through, no, the 20th through the 23rd dates are hard and, uh, yeah dates are real hard <laughs> um, and uh, I spent all of Sunday morning recording myself playing games cool and uh, I've been I had last week I rolled them all out I called it like uh, overwatch week or something like that and uh, I rolled one out each day of the week last week so Sunday through Saturday and uh, as awesome. of the recording we're like halfway through that right now but yeah um, that's awesome yeah so they'll all be out by the time this podcast comes out so if you want to check out some of the different characters um, man, that game is really fun. Yeah, so um, first
1: impressions are good. Then,
2: first impressions are real good. Um, a lot of people were complaining that you know there was only like one mode and uh, like only three maps. Um, but actually, the the weekend beta was severely limited. They took they took away like more than half of the maps. Um, oh, okay. Like they were just wanting to test the servers and sure. they were messing around with stuff throughout the whole time. So I'm confident that the final game will have you know plenty to do. But if you, I mean,
1: if you had to mm-hmm. compare it to something else, so I could wrap my brain around it. Okay, what yeah, game would you? It's Team you Fortress compare
2: to? 2. Okay, it's Team Fortress 2. Um, but it's Team Fortress 2 if there was more than just what was it? Five classes in that game. Mm-hmm. It's like Team Fortress so. 2 if there were 20 classes. So oh, okay, yeah. It and every character is very unique and interesting and different and you know. There is a little bit of like a MOBA mixed in, like there are characters, so there's a little bit of like Heroes of the Storm in there. There's characters that are really good tanks that take a lot of damage, but don't do a lot of damage. Um, There's like specialist characters that like one guy, he basically turns into a turret and he's really good at defending points, but he's not very mobile when he's in turret mode. Um, Hmm. You know, then there's a character who, uh, then there's like, you know, characters that are really good at doing damage. Um, so there's like a girl called Tracer and she's kind of like the scout where she just runs around super fast and she has all these like blinking abilities Um, and uh, so then, and then there's also like healers so there's like the whole gamut of classes kind of like a MOBA they all have ults like ultimate powers that like charge up throughout the game and then they use them at the right time and uh, it's, it's really fun it's, here's, it's like here's it's my like
1: favorite he, okay. thing about when we describe games we're excited about uh-huh As I listen to you, and this is not unique to you, I know I do this as well and so does Adam. It is indistinguishable between being like thirty three and like a seven year old describing <laughs> a video game to you. No, well yeah, you when can I was hear seven, my son was describing
0: idiot. Pokemon and uh and it's like it makes about as much sense to anyone who's not playing it. Yeah.
2: Okay, so here's the best way it, like this this would be like my my elevator movie pitch. Um mm. it's Team Fortress Two meets heroes of the storm.
1: I like it. Okay. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: that sounds awesome. It's pretty cool. I like I like that there are that many classes though. That like, there's no way you're not going to find some kind of character that you can play well with or that you like.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. So. And you know, there's lots of diversity in the characters. Like, um, you're not just going to play a dude the whole time, which I also think is pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And in fact, some of my favorite characters in that game were were female characters. So, um, in particular, there's yeah. this one character named Diva, which is it's D. V. A. Her backstory is she's a Korean pro gamer. Um, I don't know why she's like <laughs> okay. shooting people, but uh, she's she's in this gigantic pink mech, and it's oh, okay. it's so sweet. But like, if the mech gets destroyed, then she's like this really weak character that's like running around and, and super vulnerable. But then she does more damage. It's it's really mm. it's a really cool mechanic, and also she can set her milk, uh, her mech to self destruct. So like, you can. Uh, Like, find a group of enemies together, set your mech to self-destruct, run out of there, and then kill, you know, three people with one shot. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's her sweet.
0: milk. Her milk?
2: Yeah. To yeah I, like, no, no. <laughs> I said, almost mech, got real I said different milk at there. first. I said milk, and then I corrected <laughs> myself to mech. She cor- She sets mech.
0: Okay. Her milk. Nah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, she just leaves it out too long and it spoils, and so it self-destructs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works, right?
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it
2: does. (laughs) Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all the games I've been playing.
0: That's cool. So, man, you've been quite the prolific streamer as of late on the SBF VGS YouTube.
2: Yeah, I have been. Um, That's awesome. I I feel really bad that it's only me, but, you know. That's
0: okay. That's okay. (laughs) You
2: guys forgive me. That's great. We forgive you.
0: <laughs> we just, we have not had any time. I do want to get into one or two of these streams at some point in my yeah. life. We'll see how it goes. At some
2: point before you die, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. of these
0: days. One of these days. <laughs> All right. In the news. Oh, the news. And ramping it up this time. <laughs> so, Star Wars Battle Friends, first DLC is being released on December 8th. It's called The Battle of Jakku. That's the one that was and free if
2: you pre-ordered, right?
0: So it's actually free for everyone Whoa. and folks who pre-ordered will get the game or get the uh, DLC one week early on December oh, 1st. Oh,
2: that's how that works. Okay.
0: Yeah. So it, it features two maps and a new game mode and shows off some cool locations from the upcoming film. So just after the events of Return of the Jedi, it's supposed to take place and then oh, yeah, you'll it be playing. Sh- it
2: kind of shows how those, supposedly it kind of shows how those Star Destroyers got buried in the sand if you've watched any of the trailers or anything yeah
0: yeah so you'll be playing for instance while the super star destroyers like crashing into the dirt and then like or just like a ton of space debris coming down from a battle that's going on overhead and stuff so yeah it sounds, sounds really cool. cool yeah yeah so that is exciting stuff so that's free for all if i'm oh, mistaken
2: it's a free for all so. mode you mean oh free for everyone free for everyone <laughs> who has the game yeah. i think free for all in, in uh, star wars battlefront would be just madness because everyone was on their own side. Every man for himself, yeah. 40 people, or oh, 80 people
0: running around. And also, actually, it's funny, uh, speaking of the Star Wars Battlefront, um, according to the recent server figures that were um, reported on, uh, more people are playing Star Wars Battlefront on PS4 than on both Xbox One and PC combined.
2: Now, is that all sales, or is that just physical copies? Because I've only heard that physical copies no, that's sold more.
1: That's data from the EA servers, like so. Yeah, this oh. is just Activity server from from Servers. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's it's possible that it's
0: sold you know better than that on the other platforms, but just In no, a twenty four hour in a twenty four hour period where it was being measured, there were one hundred and eighty eight thousand players concurrently online on PS4. Uh, Xbox One 113,000 and PC 48,000. So, you know, the PS4 traffic was trumping both the other two platforms combined.
2: Yeah. And, and no, but I was saying I've heard that the PS4 way outsold just
0: physical copies too. So, oh, yeah. I mean, so it, all around, just more th- copies sold. Probably. Yeah. I, I think some of that has to do with, I mean, it has to have had to do with um, like Halo 5. People a lot of people still playing at Halo Five on uh, Xbox true. One, and then PC players apparently are all too busy playing Fallout Four. <laughs> That's They're all, right. every last one of them playing Fallout Four. <laughs>
2: um, also, I will say, as an Xbox One owner, uh, they have that EA Access program, mm-hmm. and uh, like what I did is I just kind of signed up. I paid five bucks, and I got to yeah. play ten hours of Star Wars Battlefront. You know, for that five bucks that I spent, and like that kind of sated me for now. I'm kind of waiting to see. Um, mm, okay. if there's like yeah. a sale or something, cause I got to play like 10 hours and I didn't buy it or anything. I just paid five bucks for EA access for one month.
0: Yeah, and, it was like uh, renting the game basically. Yeah.
2: So I wouldn't be surprised if I'm not the only one that did that, you know? Yeah. And so got that could have been and... why Xbox one sales were lower. Yeah. That's just true. a hunch. Just true. a hunch.
1: So, but we should, I feel like, and I think it's funny that I'm the one bringing this up because of my, my sorted history with this franchise. Um, <laughs> sort of, quite, it's sorted. quite sorted. But we're recording this on on the twenty fourth of November, which is the twenty third. Again, and this is going to make me feel even older than I do on a regular basis. But this is the twenty third anniversary of Sonic Tuesday. Where? Oh yes. my gosh! Yeah. So we're super old. That's oh, one thing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and um, so so a little bit of a back history, uh, and the, and what I think is really funny, even though I'm not really, I don't think the Sonic games hold up over time. I don't think it's a secret to anyone about how I feel about those <laughs> games. But I would be remiss to like write yeah. off how important that release is. Because Yeah. It was the first
2: video game release that I remember getting like really hyped about. Like yeah. uh like I knew that it was Sonic Tuesday, the day that it you know, and normally games would come out and I would just kinda be like, Oh yeah, that game came out. Yeah. Well there's oh, a there's it. a
1: good reason for that, David. Yeah. And that don't would tell be, me that would be because Sonic Tuesday was the first uh, not only global launch for a video game, um, but it was the first like solid release date given to stores. Prior to that game coming out, a game would be coming out like in a window, like okay, this this fall, you know, a new you know Super Mario uh, Brothers Three is coming out, and Toys R Us gets some this week on Tuesday, and Target gets some next week on Wednesday, and you know Best Buy gets them when they get them. And oh, there was yeah. no well, guarantee. Did Best Buy exist back then? Well, I don't, probably not. It's probably called something else, but <laughs> uh, warehouse music sales. Best uh, Warehouse. <laughs> best Warehouse. <laughs> but like, yeah, for any of, our, any of our listeners that are a bit younger, yeah, there was a time in our lives where like games didn't have like a solid release date. You couldn't go out on the 24th and get your game. Like you just had to like call stores and find out yeah. if they had it yet.
0: It was rough back. It was then. weird. And so like that, And and not to mention how rough it was with localization. Like a game would come out in Japan and then like Lord knows when it's coming to America. It might be <laughs> a year or two or three. If it if ever, you know?
2: And uh sometimes there was like a completely different story in place. They just didn't even care about the translation and yeah. all kinds of wonderful things. Uh also we
1: had to walk uphill uh both ways in the snow. In the snow, you know? yep. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Not to Back in my day. not to oversell <laughs> it. There's other factors uh-huh. in place as well, but this is one of the primary reasons as to why your video games come out on Tuesdays. Oh! And in case anyone's ever curious, like why Tuesday is release day, it kind of happened oh. here and it never really went away. That's wow. interesting.
2: I I hate Fancy. it. I wish it would. I wish it would be like Sunday or Monday or, you know, why Tuesday? Sometimes I'm like, I don't have time on Tuesday, but I could have played it last weekend. <laughs> Will you try and do know? something
1: with Sonic Two on any other day but Tuesday?
2: Sonic Sunday,
1: boom! No, because that doesn't say oh, the number man. two in it. Now you've <laughs> now people are thinking you just reselling the first game. You failed, David. Oh, you're fired, and that's <laughs> no. why Al Nielsen has the job and you don't. Well, they could have released the first <laughs> Sonic uh on Sunday. uh They released it packaged with the Genesis, so everybody already had it. Who had a
2: Genesis?
0: Yeah, not me. There you go,
2: not me. I bought my Genesis Sans Sonic.
0: Oh man, you made a oh! Did you get mistake? altered beast? No, I got it. I got it. <laughs> the got cheap it. version with neither game. I got a cheap oh, oh, version the with the core game. system. Yeah, the yeah. core system. That's what I got too. So, and I, I think I got the core system, and then I bought Earthworm Jim, and that wow. was all That's all I needed in life.
2: Yeah, that's it. That's the only game you ever got.
0: <laughs> no, I, had, I had other games. Actually, it was mostly my brother buying like sports games and stuff. Oh, that's true. So. GameStop's CEO reported a 9.3% drop in game sales from last year at the same time. Hmm. He, in this earnings call, he blamed Star Wars Battlefront, Halo 5, and Assassin's Creed Syndicate for underperforming <laughs> instead of, now I'm editorializing here, but instead of admitting that digital sales are uh, drinking their milkshake. I bit. know,
2: seriously. <laughs> Everyone I know now is like, oh, I only buy digitally now. Even people yeah. even people that are like kind of shrewd and are like, well, I'll just buy the game and sell it. I even have friends like that that have started buying digitally. And you can't do that with digital sales. So, I mean, yeah. that's saying something. The convenience is trumping the shrewdness, as it were. Oh,
0: I, and I got to say, there are times where I've been tempted to buy buy digital games that we already own and the same and the reason being like the kids always you know are taking my discs out of the system to put minecraft in and so every (laughs) time i want to play my game i gotta go hunt for the disc and so So you should just buy that minecraft i was thinking yeah i'll just buy minecraft digitally and then i'll hide that disc forever (laughs) so but
3: uh (laughs)
2: burn it maybe
0: yeah burn it (laughs) but yeah so I think digital is definitely eating their lunch a little bit and they don't want to they don't want to talk about it. And he was he went on record to say like, yeah, um, we don't think digital sales were any higher than usual. Yeah, it's just the game. That's, the games aren't performing. But by all accounts, those games are selling really well. Yeah. Like uh, so. like
2: the proverbial hotcake, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag team hotcakes, or maybe the, hashtag team waffles. Uh-oh. Oh,
0: man, I saw the scandal. I saw yeah. the scandal all over the tweets. <laughs> And this David kid, he, he preaches the hot cake message, and then he goes and eats <laughs> waffles all over social media. It, it was quite a scandal. I ate those
2: waffles all over
0: social media. <laughs> <You> scoundrel. <laughs> Alright, Twitter questions, you guys. Wow, we are wow. We're already We're at Twitter booking. questions? First one comes from Moof. 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 Yes, Yo, fun. To he say. says, Moof. Yeah, Moof. Yo, Moof. I believe he says his his real name's Murphy. Okay. Oh,
1: that makes Moof sense. Murph. And
0: Moof Moof is like a, a, Moof-y a Murph. fun nickname. Yeah, yeah. So Old Murphy says <laughs> Old Man Murphy. <laughs> old Man Murphy tells me. <laughs> I was going to buy an Xbox One for Rise of the Tomb Raider, aka Rota. Rota. I I decided not to because I have the funny feeling that the PS4 version will be much better, including all the DLC and maybe even some exclusives. Some exclusives. What do you guys think? Is it worth the wait? So
2: it's a good I, question. I think
0: I think we have a a good uh, test bed here because Mike, you and David. I don't know. Do you plan on buying it on Xbox One? I probably
2: will. I'm just kinda waiting for a sale. That's kinda my, my default thing is if especially if I have plenty of games to play. Sure. I I'll just wait. I'll just wait a little while for the uh for the sale, the inevitable sale.
0: Yeah, and so for me, Tomb Raider was like the tipping point. I didn't really want to wait. I wanted to be able to put uh Tomb Raider uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider and the Uncharted 4, like, head-to-head in my mind. You know, like, when I play Uncharted, I wanted to have that context for whatever reason. Sure, I don't makes know. Sense. So, for me, it was, like, the tipping point. And, you know, I wanted to play Sunset Overdrive and Cuphead's coming up. And
2: Yeah, that looks um, really cool, by the way. Yeah,
0: so, yeah, so there there were a few games and I finally hit that point. where like, okay, I'll buy it. But, Mike, I know you said you're waiting. You're clearly going to wait. Yeah, I'm waiting for trophies. Hits no PS4. trophies, no buy. That's just my deal. <laughs> no, no buy. That's kind of my whole Jeez, deal man. right now. Now, the the dlc question that's it's an interesting factor and it's something that i hadn't really thought about until i think dustin from uh adventure mode mentioned it on the tweets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he was talking about yeah like uh, he has an xbox one but he was gonna wait anyway to to get the ps4 version because he's thinking oh, i'll get the game of the year version with uh, all the dlc and all this and it uh yeah it's an interesting point like for me I am not dissuaded by the DLC because I probably, I probably, I mean, I I know myself, I wouldn't buy it, but I do, on the other hand, I do like to get free
1: DLC. That's always fun. So um, I'm a a bit out of the loop on on Rise of Tomb Raider because for me, it's a year away still. Have have they announced any DLC plans for it that we're counting on? Or is this just like, we're just assuming that because... We're we're, yeah, we're assuming the last one had DLC. some DLC. Although
2: I don't did the did the first one have any like story DLC? No, it was like multiplayer and I, that's yeah.
1: honestly like that bothered me because I 100% of that entire game, I found all little trinkets and got 100% pr- uh, completion on that game, but never platinum. Did it. you find
0: Yeah, but did you find all the doodads? I did find the doodads <laughs> and and the oh, what's its okay. and who's
1: its. <laughs> uh,
0: oh.
2: Man. And that, what about the thingamabobs? Yeah. I have 20. No
1: so <laughs> do you get that right? are, you no, to, are you about I, to burst into little mermaid right now david because i sure am my daughter's birthday was like last weekend we had a whole little mermaid party so like i'm tapped on my talent for little mermaid stuff right now <laughs> surrounded by it still um but who cares but yeah like, yeah so no big deal no big deal oh, gosh you guys are the worst i want more <laughs>
2: here's i mike wait here's what i want
1: i want to be where the people are well then multiplayer was not the place to be i want to see
2: i want to see him dancing
1: okay we need a copyright strike here yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i we don't know for sure like what they're planning for dlc we assume they're doing some now i my assumption is as i'm playing the game i i keep seeing these areas that are clearly a cave that is meant to go into um And some of them, there's like a barrier of some sort, and it'll tell you, um, you know, you need, you know, you got to have something that explodes to get past this, this kind of barrier. Oh, okay. You know, so it's like, oh, okay, well, I'll come back for that when I have something that explodes. Um, And others are just blocked by thorns and stuff. And I'm like, oh. That's a DLC cave if I've ever seen one right there. (laughs) So I think they've kind of put this, like peppered these things around the map already in preparation for like extra challenge tombs and things like that. That's my hunch, but I, you know, we don't know yet, but that's kind of the way of the world these days. There's DLC and then a game of the year edition about a year later. So it's a, I think it's a pretty safe assumption that's going to be the case on PS4. PS4 version will probably run a little bit better, even though I'm not complaining at all. The Xbox uh, One version looks fantastic.
2: Yeah, do we we know, like, does that game employ that crazy thing that Microsoft's been doing, the the dynamic resolution? Like, because The Witcher 3 had it, Halo 5 had it, Um, I don't know what...
0: Oh, There's, where it actually upscales and downscales yeah, like, like the resolution as increases
2: and decreases just that's on the so fly. Weird. It's crazy. That's really,
0: that's really weird. Yeah. But I mean, because it's all getting up res to 1080p for the output regardless. Right. Right. Um, But just natively, it's changing on the fly. That's really bizarre. And I don't know. I'm not positive, yeah. but. All right. But yeah, it definitely is a very purdy game.
1: Yeah. I, I think that game is going to be a really interesting uh case next year when it comes out for PS4. Because already we're seeing that the sales are super soft for that game. Like, it's sold, yeah. Like, it's sold like one third of what the original uh, Tomb Raider did on Xbox 360. Wow. Well, yeah, there was like no
0: push for. It. I mean, there was a marketing push to a certain extent, but there, it was like completely eclipsed by Fallout. Yeah, it
1: sure was. You know. Yeah, that was and, a shame. And I think what's really interesting is is even though we may end up with a better version of that game a year from now when it comes out for PS4, uh, traditionally like the original release is like that's that's the window that that game is going to sell the most copies in yeah yeah that's traditionally how it's done so chances are yeah this game is probably never going to be a huge a huge seller at this point
0: i mean maybe i don't know i think i feel like this game will probably have a long tail because it's something that people are interested in playing they just have so much on their plate right now that it didn't kind of win priority but I feel like especially as it comes down it drops to 50 bucks it drops to 40 bucks I think it's going to have a longer tail than people think, I well, think it'll probably get a lot of those like gift cards no, no. And after I, Christmas I, I think you know? you're
1: right on that the hard part is from a publisher standpoint those long tails don't show good on charts for them yeah, so like when true. they're like looking like at your, what your games investors, yeah what games to make next it's like they don't want to see a small slope over the course of four years like they want to see these spikes like okay this game out of the gate nailed it and so yeah. I, I hope I hope this weird exclusivity deal didn't like ruin this franchise for a while.
0: Yeah. No, I, but I think that I think they're they're aware of that <laughs> basically cuz we talked about it a little bit last time but I mean you they were either going to go up, you know, the game wasn't ready prior to a lot of these big games coming out and then it was like if you moved it up, you were either going to go against Halo, you were going to go against the next week Black Ops 3 the next week you're going going against fallout 4 and the next week you were going against um star wars battlefront Yeah, and you so can't it was win. just like and then past that you're you're on the wrong side of thanksgiving you know or you're you're the week of thanksgiving you know and so it's like you know they had to kind of pick what what did they think the lesser evil was going to be you know yeah. for that game release so i mean but the sales side i think um You know, it really depends on what you want out of the game. Like, for me, I I really didn't want to wait a year for it because I I really liked the old game, even though it's no Uncharted. Let's just say it.
2: Yeah, no, it's. It's kind of like Uncharted Light. It's it's what you play while you're waiting for Uncharted.
0: Wow. <laughs> 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 sorry, I, but if that, you're listening, all that uh, said... if
2: you're listening, Core or whatever the developer's name is. Uh, oh,
0: Core was like the original developer back in the '90s. I thought
2: it was still there. Oh no, it's Crystal no, no, Dynamics. No, Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Man, good memory though. Good yeah, memory. <laughs> sorry, jeez. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, hang on. No, I, I mean I like to, back uh,
2: remembering '90s developers. That's pretty good. <laughs> I wanted to uh, throw in my two cents here. I think. You know, there's a larger install base for the PS4 in general. Um, yeah. So, and and I mean, I don't think anyone was expecting Tomb Raider to be a an, an Xbox One console seller. Although that's totally what Adam did. So. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, and they well, I guess they did expect it to sell consoles because they have a bundle for it. But I mean, they I don't know that the bundle is flying off the shelves as much as you know they would probably hope.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I, I do think that in a year. We'll be seeing a lot, of, not not a lot, but the all the people, because, I mean, if you think about the original Tomb Raider reboot game that just came out, what, 2013 or whatever, mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. if you think about, like, the PS4 version of that game sold really well, and that was, like, a couple of years after the game came out, uh,
0: so, mm-hmm. what? Months. The re, the remaster? Yeah.
2: Yeah, the rem- or maybe it was a year, maybe it was one year after the other I one I think came it was out. even
0: less than that, I think it was like eight months. Really? Yeah. Huh. It was well, kind of one of those funny things because it came out the game or the, the game came out and then the PS4 came out later that same year. And then it was, I think, early 2014. Yeah, right? it was like Where January, we, February we that it the, came out. The uh, remaster. It was almost like, wow, you know, like it, it, it when it was back when people were having a lot of anguish about, you know, these remasters coming over last gen games. I want next gen games, you know? so yeah
2: <laughs> so yeah january uh 28th 2014 was the ps4 version and then the xbox 360 version came out on what was it uh march of 2013 so it was it was just over a year
0: or just under just year. under a year just under march
2: march of uh 2013 2013? to april 2014 that's oh did you say over. april before yeah i, oh, said I april. thought I-
1: I thought you said January. I'm pretty sure you said
2: January. <laughs> oh, did I say January? Then I'm I don't know what's going on with my brain, you guys. That's all right. Time is a stage so, us but all, yeah. but we should probably go to the no, next no, I mean, question. It, <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it makes sense though. About a year later, yeah, I mean, and I think I think it did okay. You know, on the next gen platforms, I, initially um, the publisher Square Enix had said, yeah, we we were disappointed in the sales of the game, and then eventually they were happy because it had a long tail. I figure we, I, I, my thought is that we can expect the same thing from this game. It's going to have a long tail. Of decent sales, and it will amount to especially once it hits all platforms. I think it's going to amount to a successful game. Um, yeah, but yeah, as of right now, it doesn't look good. Love you those know? long tail sales. So mm-hmm. just, I just felt like repeating,
2: repeating because it's kind of catchy. Tail sales, you know, tail. Nope. Tell, 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 nope. tel, sale,
0: <laughs> nah, tail <no>. sales. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> nope. Next question. Okay, so this one comes from David. Not me, not you, not you. Um, he says, what is a good game adaptation of a movie or movie ap- adaptation of a game? I really love this question, by the way. <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's so hard because, well, I, you know, there there have been really good, you know, licensed games. Um, Mike, I know you had jotted down a couple good ones, um, but GoldenEye comes to mind. Yeah, that's, yes, that's, that's kind of the,
2: the best one, I think, or at
1: yeah, least the most we, successful one. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like you got like uh, like Spider-Man two in the in the PS2 Xbox That's a great era, great game. Um, yeah. The old EA Lord of the Ring Brawlers, uh, Lord of the Rings Brawlers that came <laughs> yeah. out like a I think that was PS2 Xbox as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there there have been some, but like I can't think of anything recent. I tried to dig up like maybe just something I didn't oh, you know play. What? There was one pretty
0: recently. Well, it was on PS3, but it was Scott Pilgrim versus the World.
1: Oh, that game was okay, so good. Yeah, 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 that's a great game, actually. Was, I like that, that game. Was a
0: few years ago. That was a really good game, um, you know, based on the movie, based on the graphic novel. <laughs> um, and but yeah, so that was the one I could think of, aside from GoldenEye, off, off the top of my head, like, yeah, Scott Pilgrim was really good. Now,
1: uh, I love the reverse of this question, like the original part of it, which was a good game adaptation to a movie. And I gotta yeah. be honest, I couldn't think of a single one. <laughs> yeah, I think that
0: Super
2: Mario Brothers movie was no. a- <laughs> so bad.
1: And I I went as far as is t- to track down like all the um, theatrical releases for for movies I could find that were game related, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and <laughs> like the Rotten Tomatoes score and the highest I could find. <laughs> the highest one i could find was uh final fantasy the spirits within that came back out in, in 2001 at yeah, 44 percent
2: yeah I, i'm actually <laughs> so, working with a guy who worked on that movie <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like that was the highest rated uh rotten tomato score i could find for any video game oh. uh so turn your, your buddy is the
0: king the king of video game movies that's amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah the, at 44%. At 44%. Uh, it's kind of funny though. We we uh we polled at one point recently, we polled the the whole studio, everyone that was working and we asked how many people in the room had seen the movie, uh The Final Fantasy The Spirits Within, mm-hmm. cuz he just wanted to know cuz he worked on it. And uh it was actually almost everyone in the room, sure. uh, which was wow. wow. I was impressed. I mean, there were people from all walks of life like ladies over 40 and you know, kids that are like 23, they, you know, a lot of them had seen it despite. So I don't know. I guess that means it was pretty popular. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I took the uh not the Rotten Tomatoes route, but I went the Metacritic route. And the best one, according to the Metacritic scores, would be the first Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's at a score wow. of 58. Whoa. And so, yeah, um, yeah. Um I remember not hating that movie. I never. But so I didn't. It it I did have like the like best movie soundtrack
1: of all time. <laughs>
2: Mortal Kombat. Wait, did it have the songs from the game?
1: No, it was like did it, it did was it, like a techno house soundtrack. Oh yeah. Well, did it? Did it have the?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Yep. At least it had yeah, that one. Yeah. That was the jam.
1: <laughs> that was the jam. <laughs> that soundtrack this... was inescapable when that movie came. Oh out.
0: gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah i mean it's not a great movie it 's not a great martial arts movie and it's not a great like story based movie it's not it's a really just, a great like, movie at all it's a it's a it's a movie though and it's not, it sure is. it's not universally hated. So I guess that's kind of like the king in, in my book. Actually, I, uh-huh. some of the people I work with
2: say that the Street Fighter movie is not too bad. It's not oh, great. No, which, that's, now,
1: that's a dirty old which line. Which are we talking that's about? The, are we talking about a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie? Yeah, yeah Jean-Claude yes. Van Damme and M. Bison is by... Or oh, uh, the Legend of Chung li <laughs> that came out like... No, <laughs> the, no. Was it 2010, 2009, something like that? No.
0: Yeah, no. The, no. Jean, the Jean-Claude Van Damme one, that's hilarious that he played Guile with that... Yeah, the all-American (laughs) soldier, the Belgian (laughs) accent—it's perfect. That was amazing. That movie's the worst. So, and this is not a great movie, but I actually did enjoy the first Silent Hill movie, which reviewers. No. Reviewers actually slammed that movie because they said the story, the story didn't make enough sense. And I was like, well, it's Silent Hill. They, those stories never make any sense. Cause, uh, so, that didn't bother me. Like, I was just in it for the atmosphere and the visuals and the, the whole experience of it, you know? And so, I, I actually liked that. I enjoyed that movie. But didn't I would, that I movie probably...
2: have Pyramid Head in it?
0: Yeah. 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 So, there there was, like, some cool stuff, callbacks to the games and that, that I enjoyed, but... Um, like I said, it's not—it's not a fantastic movie. It's not—I'm not, not going to own it on Blu-ray. You
2: <laughs> it's know. no Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. I mean, and this—I mean, <laughs> yeah. this list. This includes like the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies. The <laughs> oh, Resident so Evil bad. series, like those, are all just bad. I know some people kind of defend. Yeah, how them. about Prince of Persia, Prince? Oh, the Jake Gyllenhaal, Prince Persia. <laughs> yes. What does that have? I got the list up. Uh, oh, I think that so Prince was the of highest. Persia has a thirty six percent Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> that was the. I think that was the highest grossing. Yeah, it did. Correct? It did like like Jeez. over three hundred million. Uh, so it did not yeah. deserve it. <laughs> not <laughs> so I actually bad. just saw that recently. It Was on TV.
2: and <laughs> Me and my dad watched it. It was so bad.
0: Oh, I did, I have never <laughs> watched it. I've never had the pleasure yeah so all right next question comes from chris is there a game out there that got relatively poor reviews and when you played them uh you were pre- pleasantly surprised at how good the game actually was or how much you liked it regardless of its score uh, for me it would have to be the legend of cora the game uh, even though it has its flaws, and IGN gave it a 2. Gosh, wow. that's real low. IGN <laughs> so
2: gave it a 2, huh? Jeez. Yeah, uh,
0: he said he found the game to be quite awesome, and then he says, thanks for all that you do.
2: Oh, man. Oh, thank you. We we don't this, do this that Chris, much. This but, Chris
0: is a sweetheart of a man.
2: Yeah, you're a sweetheart. <laughs>
0: so, um, I think, I mean, just a recent one that popped in my head was The Order. Like, yeah. I really enjoyed yeah. that game. That game and got a,
1: got a real rough hit from critics-
0: it got um, a bad rap. Yeah. It's
1: not, ter- it's not, I get it. It's not a phenomenal game.
0: Yeah. But I felt like there are so many sections of that game that were so close to greatness, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. So the, I thought it was really good. I, I had a great time with it, but most outlets gave it like a five or a six. You yeah, know? that's true. So that's one that, uh, that came to mind for me. What about you guys?
1: I was going to say the order. You ruined it for me.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: My answer is different, you guys. Um, okay, I would say the first Destiny, Vanilla Destiny, even though overall I, I kind of soured <laughs> on it toward the end.
3: Vanilla Destiny. <laughs> uh,
2: even though I kind of soured on it after a while, um, I remember having a really good time with that game. You know, for the first couple months, um, and uh, I was like shocked that they only gave it like a six or a four or whatever. Like, I think
0: pe- I think Metacritic it was like sitting around a seventy.
2: Yeah, and that's not too bad. But like my the the, the sites, my go to sites for video game reviews. Most of them hated it, like IGN yeah. and, and uh, Polygon.
0: Yeah, so, I know. Um, I, I remember being really shocked at that too. I I love the honest trailer for that game though. It was like, yeah, take a look at gaming's hottest seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> that's <was> really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, also,
2: uh, Heroes of the Storm. I think they gave it a six out of ten on IGN. Really? And, uh, yeah, it was funny because like the reasons that they listed, uh, for giving it a lower score was like, it has objectives is like a negative. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, no, that's the whole point of the game. IGN don't, you know, they just wanted it to be Dota two again, like Dota three, I guess. Uh, who do you remember who reviewed it? I don't actually, but I could look it up really quick. Yeah. Um, I'd be
0: interested if, cause Mitch Dyer is like the, the massive Dota fan. So I think anything, if he reviewed it, it'd be interesting if he didn't like it because it's not Dota.
2: Yeah, um, I hang on, I'm almost there. Uh Mitch Dyer, you said? Yeah. Um, it's taking forever to load the site. So
1: you're not almost and, there.
2: No, it's I was not- well, I clicked the link when I said it was almost there and it finally just loaded. The
1: audience so. doesn't appreciate your lies,
2: David. <laughs> I, I swear I'm not lying. You and shouldn't also swear I had either. to click review after uh it was written by Mitch Dyer, yep. <laughs> yeah, so that makes
0: a lot of sense. Oh, it's not Dota, but it's kinda like Dota. Well, I hate it. <laughs>
2: Why did they get him anyways? I yeah, like that no. game a lot and it has a 6 out of 10 on IGN and Blizzard like playfully jabs at them for that all the time like there was a trailer for like some upcoming heroes and uh like one of the heroes was they were in like an arena and one of the heroes knocks out the other arena and they go to a crowd shot and in the audience someone uh raises up one of those cards you know that ra- you know they do it at the olympics when they rate <laughs> yeah. someone and they gave it yeah. a six out of ten <laughs> <laughs> that's that pretty, funny. pretty great
0: i would love it if if some publisher had the gall just to put ign six out of ten on the box <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so awesome just like yeah we don't care we know it's good or whatever but um but yeah okay so the the famous the infamous some might say oh
2: infamous huh
0: just illa oh wow he writes in he says my question is am I missing anything by not playing Battlefront it looks gorgeous sounds amazing and I should want it (laughs) I love Star Wars more than a junkie does rocks wow Wow. something about it just doesn't
1: attract me or isn't attracting me so I feel like maybe it's the fact there's nothing to do but multiplayer oh my and that you're not gonna miss anything by not playing it (laughs) oh except for a lot of fun (laughs) wow <laughs> yeah, I I just what about feel all like those trophies, Mike? I don't even know what trophies are in that game. I haven't looked.
0: If you really are a huge, huge Star Wars fan, there is so much to love there. Even if you're not, like for me personally, I'm yeah, I would I would be way more excited about the game if there were a campaign. I would love that. But um, you know, just what there is there in the in the package that you buy for the sixty bones. I say as a Star Wars fan and I'm not even like the biggest Star Wars fan in the world, but I, I do love me some Star Wars and there's so much there to love and, and, uh, and have a good time with while I'm playing it. I just like ear to ear, like, ah, oh, that is so Star Wars, like this, <laughs> this thing and that thing. Oh my gosh, the sounds and like this, the the way everything looks when it explodes and like just every little detail, they, they paid such attention to detail and it just makes you happy. Yeah. And I think part of that too is there is a, there there's a, a fever pitch of Star Wars love right now. Yeah. It's it's palpable everywhere you go. You go to Target to pick up, you know, some bananas and, and su- they've got a little Super star Target. wars sticker Super on Target. it yeah it'll be star wars bananas <laughs> or it will be like like oh, there's like a star wars like a display of darth vader holding the bananas and it's like oh my gosh like it's everywhere you look right now and it's just this fever pitch of excitement leading up to the new movie and i think this game could not have come out at a more perfect time for that
2: yeah well i believe it, anakin himself said you know i hate san but i love bananas you know? <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> i believe God. anakin said that so
0: he must have it sounds accurate to me yeah sounds like a line george lucas would have written
2: (laughs) (laughs) bananas make me feel happy (laughs) but
0: anyway so yeah i feel like for me i would be missing out just as a as a big star wars fan um i would definitely be missing out if i didn't play this mike you know obviously not a big star wars fan he had a good time with the beta not gonna buy it and it makes sense because it's it didn't speak to him the way it speaks to me. So
2: yeah, and and uh, you know, for me, I played the five dollar, e, you know, EA Access kind of quote unquote, uh, like pre-release whatever whatever that was It was like a trial mode or it was whatever. Like a I got ten hours. Yeah, 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 ten hours of the full game, and like that was good enough to to sate me for now. And I'm just kind of waiting for it to go on sale, um, and or you know, waiting for possible some sort of bundle that includes like the you know the the what is it called the expansion the the legend what are, what are they, what do they call it the legendary expansion I don't know some season pass or whatever yeah, um, yeah so i'm waiting for for some sort of deal and then i'll get it uh i am not as excited about it though you know i don't know why though i think it's because i just have so many other great games to play
0: yeah i think you you got your fix and then you ran into the loving arms of fallout 4 and yeah, then that's right And there Uh, you had it.
2: You know, plus I'm also a little bit worried already. I'm a little bit worried of being Star Wars out because Mm. we are less than a month away now from the force awakens coming out in theaters. And from that point on, we are going to be seeing so much Star Wars every year that I'm just worried that I'm going to get sick of it. And I don't want to get sick of it because I love it so much right now. Um, Like right now, I haven't seen a new Star Wars movie in over 10 years. Um, but I'm never gonna feel this way again for at least the t- the next what decade that they have Star Wars movies plans now, na- uh Star Wars movies planned now. So I haven't seen any Star Wars <sighs> movie
1: in about ten years. Now that yeah, I think about well, it. Well
2: you know what, Mike? That's uh, that's your loss, not mine. So. <laughs> I was,
1: say it was a loss.
2: <laughs>
0: All right, you guys. Audible is offering the listeners of this here podcast a free audiobook of their choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash SBFBGS and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It is fun and easy and good to do. So good to do. So good to do. So... I actually just renewed my audible subscription what? today today. So wow. I, I've just downloaded that ready player one by Ernest Klein, um, that we talked about with, uh, our buddy Alex. Um, so I'm going to start listening to that next. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'll say that I'm pumped. Are you pumped up or just pumped? I, I would say uh, I'm pumped relatively up. Okay. And then we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll let ready player one do all the rest yeah, of the pumping. Yeah. I no. I'm gonna wait. I want to read that book, but
2: I'm gonna wait to see the movie first. That's kind of what I do. Um, a lot of people do it the other way around. They're like, "Oh, you gotta read the book before you see the movie." But for me, <laughs> maybe this wait, is because really, I'm an idiot. Wait, wait. Like, <laughs> I is, love this. Is Rocky's
1: wait. trainer the one telling them they have to do this?
2: Listen, oh. Rocky, you gotta do it, Rocky. No, listen, uh, Rocky, you gotta you gotta read the book before you
0: see the movie, Rocky. No,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I I just I love. I love seeing the movie um, without knowing the ending versus I don't really care if I read the book and know the ending. I don't know why. Movies just mean more to me than books. I don't know. I'm just crazy.
0: Well, I no, I think this is a valid strategy though, because the, you know, like I remember reading Jurassic Park back in the day, the novel and thinking like, Oh, I'm so glad I saw the movie first because this is way better. Yeah. And yeah. so you can enjoy both if you see the movie first and then read the, read the book. You know, you get blown away two times. It's great. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, audiobooks, right? Audiobooks, you guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, because audiobooks. I remember, <laughs> here's a fun story. Um, I once painted my grandma's house for $10 an hour for days and days on end. And it was the Harry Potter audiobooks that helped me through it all. Wow. So it can work for you too. You have a boring job. Or you got to do a bunch of manual labor. Or you got a really long road trip coming up. Yeah, and actually Harry Potter is finally available on Audible. That's a big deal.
2: Wow. They took, it, it just They happened. took their time.
0: Yeah. Took their sweet time. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Audible. So thanks for all the support. <laughs> thanks for the support. <laughs> Sponsor. Go to audibletrial.com slash Yes, that's audibletrial.com slash SPFBGS.
3: There was madness. So I need to wreck, 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 wreck.
0: All right, you guys, topics. topics. Hey, we're doing topics. My goodness. I, Wait, ha,
2: but it hasn't been an hour and 15 minutes yet. I, I know. That's know, it's crazy. It's wild, that's
1: now, wild. hold on. I gotta get myself jazzed a little bit here because I don't know. Yeah, Mike, you want to kick us I off You want to start with some yeah, jazzercise yeah, size? Yeah, no. uh I have relatives <laughs> that are real into that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a dumb deal. And so when they told me they were doing it, I thought it was a joke. And like, no, it's still a total thing that people do. So.
0: I love, I love at Flight of the Conchords, how Brett is doing jazzercise.
1: <laughs> yeah, that so, is amazing.
0: It's fantastic.
1: Um, so first of all, my apologies. I apologize right now to everybody. I oh, forgive especially you. Especially you guys. A formal apology? A formal apology. I don't do that that often because I'm almost never wrong. I forgive you, Mike. <laughs> um, I was super amped to record tonight. And then the second I sat down, it's the first time I like, sat down for a while today. And then I got real tired. Well, you should do oh. what I do and drink an energy drink right before. I can't. Uh, yeah. No, I can't do it. Those things. Get one of those
0: really gross ones and then drink that. I yeah, was,
1: yeah, do that. I was reading something on Red Bull about it giving you sticky blood. No, I just can't. No, don't get Red I Bull. Just can't get do. something better than Red Bull, like Monster. I can't do any. Let's just look. Uh, they're not a sponsor. There's no free, free rides here. <laughs> so if you're on listening, the I will podcast. take all
2: the free drinks that you can give me.
1: <laughs> okay. It's yes. it's the end of November. It sure is. It's the week of Black Friday, which mm-hmm. means basically all... No, it's after
2: that. Th- it's Cyber Monday. Well, I guess Monday that's true. Today. It's technically yeah. Cyber Monday by Times Square. Time, <laughs> <of course>. time <laughs> no, paradox. Mike, it's okay. All of November is Black Friday that's now. That's technically so. true.
1: <laughs> but the most important part about being a, the week that it is, that means basically all the major releases are done for the year. Nope. Okay. We'll, nearly, get, we'll get to that. will be all. my topic, All though. of the major releases are done for the year. Nope. <laughs> so... A quick year in review. I thought we'd go a little round table here and talk about what our favorite games this year have been. And maybe we'll get into some Game of the Year talk in a minute here, but I'm more curious less about what what your Game of the Year pick would be and just what were your favorite games this year. I get the ball rolling. Rocket League. Man, Ooh. I got real addicted to Rocket League this year. That game is amazing. And I'm going to have that platinum that, this week, which makes me excited.
0: That one came out of nowhere, too. It
1: really did. Like, I know there was a previous entry in that series um, that everybody... Wacky-waving, inflatable arm-filling ball. <laughs> yeah, it was about, like that. <laughs> about that coherent. Um <laughs> And I know people that I played I think that. It's like, what, I think it's called Supersonic Rocket Cars or yeah, something, something like that. that. <laughs> uh, I know people that played that. Like, talk about how good of a game it was, but it just didn't hit anyone's radar. And I think they wisely partnered with Sony to do a PlayStation Plus deal, and that just got like the word out for that game. And yeah, that that's one of my favorite games this year. Uh, I sunk a, an incredible amount of hours into the, into that game, and it it surprised me because that's not a game I'm normally attracted to. Um, Mm. like if anyone told me I was going to be playing what amounted to like RC cars playing soccer, like that is not, (laughs) I would be like, no, that's not going to happen. But (laughs) yeah, that is such a good game. It's so much fun. It's pretty fun.
2: Yeah. It's, I think it's the, it's right now it's the ultimate couch co-op game. Um, like as you know, as of this recording, maybe there's other games coming out, you know, in the future, but. Right now, I've had so much fun just, like, going over to a friend's house and, like, playing that next to them on their couch. Yeah, you're, and, you're
1: 100% right. I can't think of another game this year that I sat and played Call Up with people that was that I had as much fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely games that came out this year. I would say that I still probably play Towerfall Ascension more than I played Rocket League. Oh, wow, that's crazy. But that game came out in 2014 sometime? Yeah, it was last year. Remember. Yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely love me some Rocket League.
1: Did you end up getting the DeLorean? The Back to the Future uh, two DeLorean DLC? No, no, it's two bucks. It doesn't seem like a big deal to a lot of people. So much money, my <laughs> oh, gosh. But every two dollars I save is two dollars closer to Fallout Four. So I'm just gonna oh, ooh, that's I'm true. gonna steal the course. Every- every
0: two dollars you don't spend on rocket league dlc is two dollars you can spend on pizza
1: which i did today which i probably shouldn't have because that was also fallout money but man that, that was fallout money no. yeah but that pizza was real good though
2: <laughs> it was so yeah. good pizza sometimes is is worth it for sure <laughs> yeah it,
1: yeah so one of you guys goes next give me give me a favorite game sometimes pizza's better
2: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes one of those remembers um uh, so yeah, I would say um, Destiny: The Taken King, which basically felt like a whole new game. Okay, at least favorite
1: to me. games, though not.
2: Yeah, that was no. one of them.
1: <laughs> yep,
2: Mike. You know what? Until <laughs> you actually playing one of my least
1: favorite games,
2: you didn't even play it. You didn't play it. So you need to keep your mouth shut with your opinions <laughs> that you have no foundation for. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I had a good time. I. I played so many hours i I mean i have no way of knowing because the the destiny app tracks your one hours and your two hours together so my -hmm. combined hours would be there and so i don't i don't know how much i played it but i there was like a good two month period where i played nothing but destiny as you guys i remember well aware so i had well that's that's the
0: mark of a good game though yeah that was well worth the 40 dollars that i paid Hmm. for it so or a mark of an addictive Mm. game it's both more it's accurate both. Mm. no they, they hmm.
2: can be it, it's not a zero-sum game mike it can be both no i <laughs> I,
1: I i agree it can be both it just isn't
2: <laughs> all right well the next okay. time uh, you have an uninformed opinion please do share
0: uh,
1: oh you can bet on it.
0: <laughs> adam what do you have for us um okay so so far my favorite game this year to play and this one i didn't see it coming i thought it would be good but I didn't think it would be this great. Um, the Witcher 3. It, oh, that yeah. That is the game that most blew my mind and gave me the tingling buns of adventure. You got
2: nerd chills all over your body?
0: Oh, man. I got those tingling adventure <laughs> buns so, so frequently with this game. And I don't know what it... Like, I would be thinking about it all the time when I wasn't playing it. And... Um, but yeah, it's got to be The Witcher. 3 yeah, for me. I
1: haven't played the game for a few months, and I still get tingly buns just thinking about it. <laughs> that game is really, really good. Um,
2: I, I'm planning on playing it. I haven't touched it yet. You're though, in for a good but, time.
1: Um, yeah. That's one of those series that I remember reading articles about all the time and seeing some some videos for, and like, man, that looks interesting. But it's you know only on PC or it's only on Xbox, and it's like, well, that's not really where I where I play my games at. So. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a series I'm gonna get into. And so this was my first entry into that series, and man, I oh, me I loved every yeah. second of it. That game
0: is so good. It's so great. Yeah, I love I love all the um, you know the the crafting and just I don't know, I got all very sucked into you know making the potions and the alchemy and like the um just reading through but, you know, before you go to the the encounter, reading up on the monster and figuring out what its weaknesses are and then going and like finding the herbs to make that thing. Like, I, I don't know. I got real nerdy about it, but I was loving it. So I actually I, I can't wait to get back to it. Uh, I want to finish that game. But um, but yeah, for right now, of course, I got to play with some Rise of the Tomb Raider. And so that's an honorable gotta, mention. got to do it. It's an honorable mention. Rise of the Tomb Raider. I haven't finished it yet, so I can't really say. If it's, you know, my favorite game of the year. Or I don't whatever. think but you have to
2: finish it to know.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I didn't finish The Witcher yet, but I, I feel like honorable mention Batman Arkham Knight and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Both oh, of those yeah, games no. I'm not done listing games. I was oh, yeah, just yeah, we're uh, not going one here. at a time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Both of those games are fantastic. Those are my two runners up. So
1: uh, and, speaking of that Arkham yeah, Knight, so. that that would have been my next pick there. Um, yeah, that's definitely what yeah, i mean I mean, that whole franchise is really fantastic. Um, yeah. It being the kind of culmination of that of that Rock City trilogy, and like I don't think anyone does that style of action game better than they do right now.
2: They nailed mm, it every time, so and good. they invented a new genre, basically, by creating those games. Yeah, so.
1: and if I had to pick one reason uh, why maybe Arkham Knight wouldn't be my game of the year, honestly, the only thing it would be is that if you're a... If you're any kind of, I don't want to say Batman fan, like that's like the wrong term. There's a lot of people that are Batman fans. If you're like a comic yeah. fan, though, um, even if you're kind of just in and out, uh, you only pick up like the occasional graphic novel here or there, that story doesn't have a lot of surprises in it for you, I don't feel like. I feel like, yeah, even or even it, it even culminates if it just. Few watched- stories. Watch-
0: yeah, even if you just watch, like, the occasional animated DC movie, yeah. you know, like, you'll you'll probably totally, because that was me, I don't read a lot of, you know, Batman comics or anything, but I totally saw the uh, the twists coming, yeah. you know?
1: But even so. even then, kind of a testament how good that game is, like, kind of, like, really within, like, the first couple of hours knowing, okay, I, I already know where this story goes, I kind of have an overview of what they're doing. They have their own unique way of telling it that was so interesting, yeah. it totally didn't take away from the game for me. Uh, Yeah. You know, knowing where it was going to go was maybe something that kept it from being game of the year. But like, I don't feel like it was a dramatic impact of that game. Like they told it in a very unique way. And that game is also just really, really great. Just really special game. Yeah. Yeah. You
2: know, I I had no idea what the twist was. And so for me, you know, that was kind of my first time seeing that story. And then since then um, I've kind of looked into other media that that story has been told Mm -hmm. in and enjoyed some of those as well but uh i but yeah would, like
1: i i would love to do like a hmm? deep dive on that game at some point like a total spoiler cast and just talk about the ins and outs of that game in particular because i feel like it's not yeah it's not so huge like the witcher where like you could just spend like months talking about that game <laughs> um but yeah. I, I would love to do that at some point
2: yeah maybe we'll have a batman special
1: that'd be fun mm-hmm. i'm
2: I'm sure some people would already think you know would would probably suggest to us that we already have had Several Batman <laughs> like, specials. No, don't talk about <laughs> Batman anymore. Don't do it. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so another game for me that I would put on on that list is Fallout Four. Oh sure. Um, yeah. I had I have had a ton of fun playing that game. It will probably end up being my game of the year. Spoiler alert. But um, so far, Spoilers. I'm I'm loving it. I'm just having such a good time, and I've barely had any time to play it. So I've only like scratched the surface. Yeah. Um, however, I will say, I was reading The Verge. Um, the Verge.com, which is a website that's usually like tech news, not always about gaming. Um, actually, their sister site, Polygon, is the one that's about gaming. But um, anyways, I read this article that was like, you will enjoy Fallout 4 more if you get this story point spoiled for you.
0: And <laughs>
2: what? And I trusted them because they're the Verge, you know, that I, I like I I usually value their opinions, their reviews of like tech gadgets are pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. um so i went ahead and read the spoiler and oh, i am you very would. i am very disappointed i didn't actually want to know that spoiler oh, Normally, spoilers bother. don't bother me but yeah. this spoiler was a big deal but despite no knowing that spoiler i think i'm going to still have a really good time playing fallout well War. maybe
0: maybe they're right though maybe maybe as, maybe as you're playing you're like you know what they were right god bless them <laughs> but <call> I, that- <laughs> I just don't
2: see how how they could be right because <laughs> that seems yeah. like a pretty it was a pretty big spoiler so yeah. I, I don't know i don't know what they were thinking it makes me happy that this is
1: your first fallout game and you're liking it so much because that, oh, yeah. that well, franchise uh, has been really good over the years well
2: skyrim was my first elder scrolls game also and i loved that one too um i think they just have nailed the like they've spent all this time you know perfecting the formula sure and now they're like get yeah, they have it down and so you know they know exactly how to tweak it for sci-fi versus you know fantasy and i feel like it works really well in both genres and um but i guess maybe i might like fallout more because i i tend to like sci-fi a little bit more than fantasy so yeah. anyway overall
1: overall good good times good times, good times aren't awesome. being had so adam do you have any more loaded no, I, I I those were my three that I had in mind for okay. Game O' the Year. So the last thing I, I had, which probably would be Game of the Year, but I still think is like an incredibly fantastic game that I played this year was uh Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Oh and yeah. They, um there's unfortunately no really great way to talk about that game without spoiling it, so I'm not going to. <laughs> um, Thank you. But yeah, just just I mean, a, you could
0: just you could just say that it's a, a really compelling story well, or, you know, something
1: along those and, lines. And, and yeah. And that's basically what it is. It, it's this idea. It, some people have described it as like a walking simulator because you don't. Yeah, <laughs> you don't really do anything. And that's what that's a very weird point of contention for a lot of people. So maybe it's not everyone's you know <laughs> cup of tea, but like the idea of just walking around like this 1980s, like English countryside town. And getting all these little bits of stories and kind of having like Tarantino style, like put them together in your head, and like resequence mm-hmm. them to to get the whole picture, is like really fun. Um, and the story being told is fantastic. Even though I wasn't a huge fan of the end of that game, um, I still thought the whole experience was like fantastic. One of my favorite games I played this year. That's cool.
0: That's awesome. Um,
2: I feel like I should have more games to talk about, but I can't think of any right now. So sure. I guess that's all Well, (laughs) if we went through them
1: all then. Uh, and, and we've kind of spoiled this a little bit. Uh, but our friends over at, at, uh, the one track gamers podcast had asked us to, um, talk about what we thought would be our pick for like game of the year or what we thought would win game of the year.
0: Yeah. So yeah, John, uh, he tweeted to us basically saying, you know, um, the game awards are coming up on what the third, I think December 3rd, something like that. Yeah. Um, and he's asking if we'll be watching them. Uh, I usually don't. I usually kind of just get a wrap-up because I, yeah. I don't typically like award shows in general. Yeah. But may- maybe I'll get a chance to watch this one. Um, but yeah, he says, what announcements do you think will be made there? And also, who do you think will win their Game of the Year? Um, so the so Game
2: Awards 2015? That's what they're talking yes. about? Yeah.
0: So the the nominees for Game of the Year are Bloodborne, uh-huh. um, Fallout 4, yeah. Metal Gear Solid 5, Super Mario Maker and The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt.
2: Well, I think we can rule Super Mario Maker out. Yeah. I don't think that I, one's going to That win. one's,
0: that one's, yeah, I feel like that one's tossed in because it's, it's, I mean, it is groundbreaking. You know, they, they did a really impressive thing, which is to make a level editor super fun and accessible. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, so I, I'm definitely. I'm very impressed with the game design on that game. Yeah. It looks really
2: fun. I I plan on getting it eventually.
0: Yeah. I like playing it a lot, but is it better than fallout four or metal gear Mm, or witcher or bloodborne? Yeah, probably not. Um, so what, I mean, if you, if you guys, this is putting your biases aside and your own preference, you know, like what do you think will win?
2: Yeah. Just using like logic versus not, not opinion. So let me, let me go through my process really quick. Um, I feel like like my choice would be Fallout Four probably, but mm-hmm. critically that game hasn't been as well received. Um, Phantom Pain has gotten tons of perfect scores, uh, and mm. I think The Witcher Three got a ton of perfect scores also. Um,
0: there, uh, yeah, all of these have been rated really high.
2: I don't I don't remember seeing any perfect scores for Bloodborne though, but I might just be not remembering.
0: I mean, I don't know if it's perfect scores, but like I said, very highly rated yeah. all of them.
2: So so personally, because of remembering perfect scores for Witcher 3 and Metal Gear Solid 5, I feel like it's between those two games. Okay. And I think yeah. since it's the last Kojima one, um, I think and it might be the last Konami game ever. <laughs> I think it might be Metal Gear be. Solid 5.
0: <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, let me see. Metal Gear. I was just going to look it up real quick. Oh, yeah, it's um, Metal Gear Solid 5's 93 on Metacritic. Um, that's pretty ni- high. 95 on Xbox One and 93 on PS4 for some reason. That's weird. Um, okay. Even though they're identical, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and let's see, The Witcher is...
1: This is my favorite part of a podcast where they just read websites to us. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs>
0: that's the absolute best. Yeah, the Witcher Three is right about there too. Ninety two, ninety-three. Um so I mean they're they're very comparable. Yeah, um, but
2: but people love that that Hideo Kojima. That's true. And they do. Uh, so And I've... I you
0: know, when I was thinking about this earlier, I was thinking, okay, there's a little drama, there's a little uh you know, romance to the idea that CD Project Red kind of comes out of nowhere with this game. Um being, you know, not, not nowhere, but you know, like this is yeah, their yeah. first huge um, triple a um they tried to lot do it with of, witcher
2: 2 but they failed yeah, sort of a lot of press but yeah a
0: lot of hype behind it a lot of like winning game of the show awards for a long time so this is the game that they really have made their mark with and so there's some romance to the idea that they win it yeah um, they're kind of the, uh, time, the underdog i think yeah but at the same time hideo kojima this being his final metal gear game allegedly um <laughs> because which is, I never it's always been. I never trust that. <laughs> but Konami but,
2: has like imploded, so it's more plausible this time so, around.
0: So so that that's that's a really good point. But also Fallout Four is is like making a cultural impact it's true. M- probably more than any of these other games. Yeah. Like everywhere I look, I see people talking about Fallout Four. And I feel like Fallout so Four that, has that
1: benefit of being the most recent of those games to come out. And so yeah, it's still absolutely. it's still right at the forefront of everyone's mind yeah for yeah sure. that's true yeah, my so ah, my gosh. personal pick and, and again i haven't had a chance to dig into fallout four yet uh which i know i'm gonna love um but having played all the previous fall entries like, i have a really good idea of what i'm in for um i feel like and even though i really love the fallout franchise man the witcher 3 is fantastic it's definitely my hands down uh game of the year pick for this year and mm. i th- i think it'll win okay yeah,
0: I uh, my my gut tells me Fallout Four is gonna win.
1: Huh? Okay.
2: I I still say Fant, uh, Metal Gear Solid V. That's my pick.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. Maybe maybe we'll make it interesting. Make this a little. <laughs> maybe we should put a we a wager. some some
1: something on this wager. Yeah. Uh, what are we gonna wager? <laughs> Your pride, David. Your I, pride. I, I, no, that's I already guys. Guys. <laughs> after last
2: last episode. My pride has been Aww. shattered. You guys. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Why was that? Oh. <laughs> so, so many people I don't know talking about me rubbing used
0: games all over my body.
2: <laughs> Just sending me tweets about it. <laughs> oh man. Oh,
0: it's all in good fun. These I guys know. love you. They love you.
2: I know, I know.
0: Yeah. So anyway, um <laughs> I say I say that. I'll bet you guys a burrito that Fallout 4 wins. How will you get me this burrito? Well, you're not going to win, I'll so it doesn't pay, matter. Pay, it's really between Fallout and I'll Witcher. I'll PayPal you. I'll PayPal you a burrito, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Mike is already saying I'm, I've i have lost. lost. <laughs> According to Mike, I have already
1: lost. <laughs> okay, life life so. is more fun when you deal in absolutes. Yeah. <laughs> Only all right but only a sith absolute
2: which is mike, an absolute statement in itself Ma- that explains why mike doesn't like the star wars movies if he's a sith lord he, he doesn't like it because the sith lose so mm, it makes yes. sense it all makes sense
0: so david <laughs> yes your, your topic good sir oh my
2: topic okay yeah, um yeah. <clears throat> Well, since Mike thinks it's already time for best of twenty fifteen lists. Already it uh, is my the,
1: question, it's like the last week of November. When else My would you question do it? is
2: are there any more major releases in twenty fifteen that you gents are excited about?
1: So you asked this mm. question and I can honestly only think of two games that are still coming out.
2: Okay, what are
1: those games? Just Cause three and uh, uh-huh. Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah those are those are two major releases those are two those are two triple a releases i think major release is probably being a little generous with those games
2: well i guess that's all and i guess major is in the eye of the beholder but uh. (laughs) yeah no i
1: think a lot of
0: people are still really excited about rainbow six siege yeah Um,
2: and i know a lot of people are excited about just cause 3
0: yeah yeah um i really liked just cause 2 and we um Mike and I were talking about this yeah. today a little bit. just that's a game that i will I would probably love to just fool around in it, but it's not a game that I'm just like eagerly anticipating it coming out you know huh. um so but that I mean of those two, I guess I'd yeah. pick just cause three i I'm yeah. pretty
2: excited yeah, so that's the same thing i mean i'm it's you're right, it's not like Fallout four or Metal Gear Solid Five. It's not like a game that has been hyped uh for for years and years and it's finally out well i guess fallout 4 wasn't technically hyped for years but we all knew it was coming Mm -hmm. so yeah it um, was hyped
0: in our own brains
2: yeah but uh so but every time i see footage from just cause 3 it reminds me of how much fun i had in just cause 2 and Mm. you know just cause 2 is another game i didn't buy it the day it came out but you know eventually i got it and eventually i had a really good time with it so you know i and also i'm kind of looking forward to like some of my favorite streamers, like uh, like Vinny Vine Sauce, Vinny. If you, I don't know if you guys know who he is. He he kind of got famous on Kotaku for doing like those glitch videos where he'll play like <laughs> yeah. Zelda, but turn on glitches and like make Link look like he's like twitching and freaking out. <laughs> um, but he, he's just this like cool, chill dude who also happens to live in Staten Island. I wouldn't mind meeting him because that's pretty close to where I live. But, anyways, that all that said. He's fun to watch streaming because he's just kind of mellow and funny, and does a lot of like Mario and Luigi impersonations from the Super Mario Brothers cartoon. And uh, I'm like, that would be a game I would love watching someone like him play because he'll just do. Wasn't wasn't it just cause?
0: Wasn't it just cause two that um, got modded for? online play or something oh, yes. on a pc yeah that and was just so like, much fun i then played the madness it bit. the yeah. madness ensued it was so amazing some of these videos that were coming i should out record
2: a video of that it's pretty fun
0: yeah yeah so but yeah just cause three i mean that's going to be a really good time so i guess that would be my pick um but yeah michael are you not you're not excited for rainbow six siege um i
1: have some things to say about rainbow six siege but i feel like we're probably gonna get to that in your topic Yes, I want to save that okay. a little bit, but no, I'm not terribly excited for Rainbow Six Siege. Um, it's it's another one of these uh, FPSs that have this trend of coming out now with with no campaign. It's multiplayer only. We yeah, get used to it. Well, yeah, and it's just <laughs> like, well, that's that doesn't excite me at this point. Like, I'm not excited to just hop into multiplayer and do nothing else. Uh, yeah. Just Cause oh, looks boy. like a good time, and I, I had a lot of fun with Just Cause too as well. It's just not one of those games that I'm I'm so excited about. I'm around and buy it like "Ah, that's a game like I'll probably pick it up next year at some point and I'll have a good time when I play it it's going to be a good game it's Avalanche Studios they do good stuff they did Mad Max earlier this year um I just wait they made Mad Max yeah Mm, yep how did
2: I not know that
1: well David we can't all be as tuned in (laughs) (laughs) my mistake oh Oh, actually fun fact is it
0: just cause three or is it just cause three yeah just
2: cause three uh Fun fact: uh Just, Ca- just <laughs> now, you're saying it, yes. It's already caught on. Just
0: cause three.
1: What were you going to say? Just cause
2: three comes out the day after this podcast is released. So. Just
0: because.
2: Just because three. Uh So <laughs> so yeah. If you guys are excited about just cause three, you can go buy it tomorrow. Yeah. Oh,
0: there you go. Have very a lot nice. of fun. All yeah, right. And, so and that's my topic. On on what Mike was saying, you know, a couple episodes back, we discussed the value proposition of a $60 multiplayer only game. Um, mm-hmm. And then just kind of given some recent releases and industry pundit theories of what's to come. Um, the question is, do you guys think the story based first person shooter is a dying breed?
2: It's a tough question. It is. So
0: th- th- yeah. Yeah, th- so we have you know there's all these recent games, Rainbow Six Siege being one of them. Of course, Titanfall came, Evolve, Star Wars Battlefront. Although Titanfall
2: um, technically has a campaign, mm, it actually it,
1: no, it does mm, tell a story. Unquote.
2: No, it really does. It, it really tells does. a story. <laughs> okay, well it does. <laughs> it says campaign on the be... screen, but that's
1: a dirty old lie.
2: <laughs> I mean, I saw a story happen. So he
0: saw a story happen. Yeah. So So. anyway, but yeah, that's (laughs) it's it's not a, quote, story based first person shooter the way Bioshock is a story based first person -person shooter or the way, um, you know, like a really good example is uh, Wolfenstein The New Order. You know, that was a recent one that came out. It didn't even have any multiplayer at all. It was completely focused on the single player campaign, the story and it was, it shined. It really shined because of that, you know, in the midst of kind of, you know, all of these different multiplayer games. Now it doesn't have to be one or the other necessarily. You know, I'm just, I'm just kind of curious if this trend is going to continue to the, to that place where, you know, like, like recently the, the last gen versions of Call of Duty Black Ops 3 came out with no campaign. Yeah. And there that's was only, so weird. They knocked off 10 bucks off the price tag. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. That campaign that's only worth 10 bucks. To our gamers, like that's that's kind of crazy to me. That's like to me, that's personally that would be like half half of the value of buying the game or whatever.
2: And I and And also the game didn't (laughs) run at a locked sixty frames per second either, which is another Call of Duty staple. So yeah, it really is. So I
1: really feel like Black Ops Three, and and I'm I'm sure other people are saying this as well because it just seems kind of glaringly obvious that this is Activision's test bed to release this on last gen (laughs) for basically full price to see. Are you willing to just buy first person shooters now for the multiplayer and pay about full price?
2: Yeah, that's crazy. Because if that game sells Mm -hmm.
1: really well, as it tends to, Call of Duty does tend to sell, and if it follows that pattern of, like, oh, yeah, everyone buys Call of Duty for the multiplayer. If that Mm -hmm. thing sells well, you can go ahead and expect that Call of Duty, at least for sure, will turn into a multiplayer only franchise.
2: I I, I kind of feel like at this point, the campaigns have gotten so ridiculous anyway. I kind of feel like that's not a huge deal. I mean, if you love well, Call of Duty, you're not getting it for the campaign, at least from my experience.
0: Yeah, but if you look at like the resources they were pouring into it, even as recently as Advanced Warfare, they had Kevin Spacey in the game in the <laughs> campaign. You know what I mean? And like, that failed miserably because so the, that
2: that game that got was, like mean, critically
0: no. panned. I mean, that was a lot of money though to get that guy in there, and and so I mean they're they're they've been dumping a lot of resources into these games. But, um, you know, like, say, Black Ops 3, there has not been nearly that kind of to-do about the campaign. It's just like, oh, here's the new Call of Duty Black Ops 3 And game. the
2: campaign actually has co-opt all the way through, which is a new thing which, for uh, Call of Duty. And that sounds,
0: yeah, that sounds really cool. Um, but I'm just, I am i don't know, it seems like more and more the emphasis being taking, taken off of the campaigns, um, whether they're completely re- removed or if there's it's online only, you know, um, like Rainbow Six Siege. Or evolve, you know, where there's like evolve is a great example of a game. I I read a Ryan McCaffrey piece on IGN kind of all about this and which kind of sparked the topic where he's talking about how evolve uh, one of the the uh, developers was saying like they felt like they kind of made a mistake by not having a campaign because Hmm. it would have given the, the world more context and you would have been able to like maybe get more invested in the characters and then go play a bunch of multiplayer and have a great time. Yeah. So, that sounds good. Um, You know, I, I just don't know. Like it seems like, I mean, you have far cry, right? Far yeah. cry is more of an open world game than it is a story based quote unquote shooter. But there is, you know, it, it is a single player, uh, even though you, you can co-op, but um, you know, it's, it does have a story and everything, but I don't know. I'm just thinking of like it. It does seem to be vanishing. Um, more and more of these big games, you know, are just like campaign free. Yeah. Since you know, here's
1: here's my concern with it because I, I understand from a development standpoint why this is this is smart. If you take all of the campaign out of your game, there's a lot of investments you don't have to make anymore. You can just spend uh, time fine tuning mechanics and making the game fun to play. And you don't you know, have tweaking to, the
2: net code, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, and you don't have to spend as much development time making a game. You're actually going to cut an enormous amount of development time. Um, mm-hmm. You are going to save a bunch of money that you would have spent on writing and getting people like Kevin Spacey in there uh, yeah. and, and on voice yeah. acting. Which I, and,
2: I actually think that was a waste of money, because especially because critics panned it anyway. People didn't really like the campaign. It was kind of they just paid millions and millions of dollars to have this guy you know, make your campaign maybe like 1% better. True. <laughs> and, uh, it did it didn't really succeed. I, I would at, be curious to
1: see the sales. Cause even if it was critically panned and the sales panned out, you might, you might be able to say like, yeah, we spent that money to get Kevin Spacey's face on every television in America because talk shows were talking about this game that had Kevin Spacey in it, like that don't cover yeah. <laughs> games. So it may have been like genius marketing where they had to spend less marketing dollars because people were just naturally talking about the fact that Kevin Spacey is in a video game. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. And when you say critically panned, though, I mean, because we are talking about Advanced Warfare, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I just wanted to double check that because that game actually has a decent meta score. That's an eighty-three. So I mean, right. that's
2: But they, I'm, I'm talking about the campaign was panned. Like the okay, critics so people, did not like the campaign. People didn't enjoy the campaign. Okay. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. So
1: yeah. So I and I get why it's smart to start cutting out these campaigns if people you know aren't playing them uh, or they're playing them one time forgetting well, about that's, them. That's that's the thing. That's the thing. I would be
0: really fascinated to find out what those numbers are because they, they have oh, they all these statistics, do. you know, they can look and see, oh, you know, like, you know, I don't know what it is. 70% of the people don't even play yeah. the campaign or something, you know, well, like crazy, one something way, crazy like that.
2: One good metric is you could look, uh, cause most games have trophies or achievements for the final mission, you know, and you mm-hmm. could see what percentage of p- of players have yeah. that. And that trophy. is, that is one. Oh tool yeah. You can see how rare use. it is. Yeah.
0: Um that's I mean you I guess you could check that even on PS4, like
1: the rarity yeah. of the final yeah. trophies. That makes a lot of sense,
2: yeah. So But you have to own the game to see that, I think, or something. I think so. <laughs>
1: I, I get it from a financial aspect. My my concern is just like you said with Evolve, like their concern was like, Oh, well, if we'd done a campaign there'd been more context for this world and maybe people would have cared more yeah. and not have stopped yeah. playing it after like one month.
2: So mm-hmm. hey, let me tell you guys something. Um Blizzard is coming out with that Overwatch game. And that game is not going to have a single player at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I first heard that, I was actually a little disappointed because the story, the uh, the announcement trailer for Overwatch had like this these really That's cool really good. Like, Pixar-y yeah. cinematics. And I was like, oh man, I'm not going to get to see any more of that. But what Blizzard is doing is uh, they actually announced, Activision announced they have a new division where they're going to be making, uh, developing short films and films and TV shows and, uh, Overwatch is one of those properties oh, cool. that they're actually going to make short films of. Um, so there's not going to be a campaign, but there's going to be, they're going to be releasing like shorts following, you know, featuring all the characters, origin stories, you know, et cetera. That's smart. So there's yeah. not going to be a campaign per se, but there's still going to be a way to get like invested in these characters, you know? Yeah. And so if you have a favorite character, you can watch, you know, their cinematic. And so, I mean, it's not an ideal solution. Like I still think a campaign would be more fun. Um, yeah but it is like blizzard has some really great cinematics so i mean we're in for a treat when those finally come out i think that's smart because
1: i think the danger of running into like when you have developers saying oh we made this this really cool sci-fi world but like because there's no campaign there's no context we think that's one of the reasons people stop playing it so quickly well Mm -hmm. then you run the risk of publishers saying well you know what doesn't need context is military shooters people already understand what that is (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so then you true. have studios taking less risk with with kind of brand new ideas and IPs and just more like, well, mm-hmm. let's just do... This will be our first-person multiplayer game and they're all going to be military shooters. And I, I still think there'll always be a place for the games like, um, you know, Wolfenstein and Bioshock yeah, yeah. that are these story-driven first-person experiences. And I think those will always be the ones that I gravitate towards. But uh-huh. I think you are probably going to see as... Studios kind of figure out what where the smart money is at like what gives them the most gains year after year probably more things just becoming multiplayer online military shooters because
2: yeah you know personally i see it I see it kind of evolving uh into two separate genres one will be like the story based first person hmm. shooter solo like fallout like bioshock infinite um i although I think Bioshock Infinite may have had a multiplayer mode but I never Dump jumped into it it was there one i don't remember yeah there was okay i never even like opened it but um i i feel
1: like so we'll, we'll have we'll have those games correct me if
0: i'm wrong mike but i'm pretty sure there were there were multiplayer dlcs that came
1: out. uh um, i know for sure there was like there was like challenge maps and things like that oh um, maybe
2: it wasn't yeah maybe it was
1: just challenge i think there works. were like challenge maps uh for sure in the game there could have been multiplayer but i know for sure bioshock 2 had multiplayer like actual like arena combat oh, yeah, it in, did. In, in, it did. in Bioshock 2.
2: Yeah, I remember playing like two minutes of it and I was like, Alright, I'm yeah. done. Um <laughs> so yeah, I feel like I feel you know, like the the far cries and the the fallouts and all those games, we'll still have those games and then we'll also have the multiplayer shooters. And then so they won't just be FPS anymore. It'll be story based FPS and you know, multiplayer shooter. And and I think I think that's fine. I mean, if you because there are people, I'm not one of them, but there are people that are super competitive and just play, you know, whatever game that they buy over and over and over and over again, you know, in multiplayer only, Um, although I will be like that for Overwatch because it's it's ridiculously fun. But uh, so, yeah, I you know, I think I don't think we're like losing anything. No,
1: I I get you. It's just more splitting. Yeah, my, my concern is less that there'll be a split. Because I, I think there definitely is a split kind of already there. Yeah. I yeah. just worry that studios are going to start looking at this from a financial perspective and say, well, do we spend all that money to make another Bioshock or do we just make another online multiplayer game? Because even though maybe it'll, it'll never be as critically acclaimed as as the next Bioshock would be, we'll just make so much more money, even if the game is dead in like six months to eight months. Um especially yeah, money money if it. it's dead
0: that quick because then that's the next game you're going to sell right and so, so but i um, mean we still I bet
2: fallout 4 i bet fallout 4 has been super lucrative and that only yeah, has but single player it's an, that's R- that's an, an rpg
0: fps it's yeah it's an rpg mm, but it has really good first person mechanics yeah no that and that's true it, it definitely borrows from the genre but it's it's an rpg at, at its core so I mean I think those games are always going to exist a first person RPG but I'm thinking more just like these story driven games you know um now there is a little light at the end of the tunnel so we'll end on a on a happy note here okay um so Take-Two CEO said in a recent investor meeting that BioShock is quote unquestionably a permanent franchise so that means they're making Wait, more BioShock what? Yeah, (laughs) that means they're making more Bioshock. So you know, I don't know making
2: it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, one of their Take Two studios, um, or you know, what have you. Anyway, so that it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good Bioshock, but no, and it may you know it it may be Bioshock Online Arena Battle. You know, the worst. Yeah, you said ending on a high note. Don't lie to me. No, so no, but. At, at the very least, we have more Bioshock coming, and and I actually, even though Bioshock Two was not made by um, Irrational, it was still a really fun game. Yeah, it was so, pretty I mean, fun. Yeah, and then like so, and then also uh, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided is coming out, you know, in uh, summer 2016 now. Yeah. Um. So that's on its way. Also, Dishonored Two is on its way. I'm actually and really excited for Dishonored to about 2. that. Yeah. So there there are some first person, you know. Story-based shooters that are coming our way, um, so it's not all um, grim death of the uh, genre. But <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, end of the show. Plugs for men. For mans. Oh yeah, for means Yes, help support the show. For $0 yeah. by signing up for a free audiobook on audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. You can go out, get yourself a totes adorbs Tote bag yeah. <laughs> that has David's little
1: angelic face on it. And please, and please, <laughs> if you buy one of those, please tweet us a picture of it.
0: <laughs> please send us a picture um, for the low, low price of $14.99. Um, <laughs> hey, I don't set the prices. Um, but anyway, so that is on cafepress.com slash SBFVGS. Um, check out the YouTube, which is bit.ly slash...
2: It's bit.ly S-B-F-V-G-S-Y-T.
0: Yes. And David has been putting a ton of cool gameplay videos on there um, with some special guests. Special thanks to Eric yeah. Kruger for our podcast logo. It looks real good. He's making, making this whole amateur outfit look pro. So that's good. That's very hey, good. He look pro. <laughs> if you like the show, help us out by leaving a glowing iTunes review and tell a friend. You can follow us all on Twitter. That's that's for sure. <laughs> it can be done. I like
2: how slowly you're going through all of these categories. When you when that you slow it down Obama, to this case,
1: it's like, man, there's a lot of
0: plugs for man's
2: in there here.
1: Are,
0: we we have a lot of
2: men's plugs. You kind of sound like President Obama giving a state of the union address.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the applause,
2: you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you have to wait for applause.
0: i follow us on Twitter at sbfvgs podcast. Um I am Barry White, B-U-R-Y-W-I-T-E. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J Tate. Um, you can uh, friend us on PSN. Same names except for Mike, who is Taco underscore Douglas. Best one I'm of the also, three. also, yeah, now I'm on the <laughs> Xbox Live now, guys. Oh yeah, crazy. yeah, that's I true. true. I, I am too. Actually, I am uh, I got too. the Live Gold now. I'm I'm uh, oh, also awesome. I'm also Barry White on there. And it's also a special thanks to Mikey Chill with the PS4 for hooking it up with some codes. Getting all crazy, being all awesome. Yeah, we've got some secret codes coming up, secret stuff coming up. So anyway, yeah. um, yeah, we have, uh, and then uh, David, you're our T T O E, right? On the uh, yeah T T O E, yes.
2: My old nickname Tito that Adam and Eric came up with way back in the
0: day. <laughs> so anyway, join the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover PS4 Community, and we'll play some games on there. Let's let's play some Star Wars Battlefront, guys. Because yeah. I'm, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. And I can't stop staring. Hooked on a feeling? (laughs) I was going the other way. I was going the hippity hop route. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, friend us on there. Play some games with us. Play some games with the Super The Rest friends. Find us on Facebook. Facebook. Facebook.com slash SBFEGS. I'm seeing the likes slowly creeping up. Primarily we yeah. interact with people on Twitter, but you know, we, we, we're doing, we're doing our thing on Facebook too. Yep. It's good times. So follow the blog at com If you want to take a look at all the episode posts, we have some links in there to vidges. 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 And also to Audible Trials if you're interested oh my in God, such
2: things. Man. <laughs> oh, wait, you're putting, you're putting links to YouTube videos on our, on our blog? Sometimes. Every
1: so often.
0: Yeah. Every so often. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, not very
1: often. Man, you're going through all these, all these
0: man's plugs. Podcasts are a lot of a work. Lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they it are turns a lot of work. Out, turns out. So that is all the time we have, you guys.
2: We're out of yeah. time?
0: For Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 31. Thank you for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more online-only talk on gaming. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Mike's, Mike loves it. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody.
3: Yay! Have a happy
0: past Thanksgiving.
3: Hey,
0: listen, Rock, you got to read the book
3: before you see the movie, Rock.